<laughs> oh, and we're back. Episode 8 with Lily from At Safe Teen Schools. I'm your host, Elijah. Thank you for joining us on this uh, excellent Monday evening. And uh, thank you to Lily for joining us. And uh, let's, uh, let's get right into it. Um, who are you and what do you do? I am Lily, like you said, with safeteenschools.org. It's a website that exposes child abuse in the troubled teen industry across the entire country in boarding facilities for troubled youth. Many people find that it's hard to uh, imagine that abuse would go on in these types of situations, in these types of schools, um, but they are just ripe with abuse. So I'm out here helping expose the truth of what goes on in these facilities. Excellent, excellent. And uh, you and I have talked about this before, and you've been at this for a long, long time. This has been a long struggle for you. Um, yes. and, and also for the other people who have gone through this. And when I first learned about this, my mind was blown that places like this could even exist. Like, it and was just... Surprisingly enough, you were speechless. Oh, completely. Like, <laughs> and, and the more that we learned about it, the more that it was just... Any time that I have a chance to talk about this, it's I, I use any opportunity because the fact that these places exist and continue to function and just the whole thing surrounding them is just mind-boggling, and they need to be shut down. They need to be stopped. Forget fucking giving $10.5 million to a Canadian terrorist. Fucking <laughs> put $10.5 million towards shutting down these fucking schools. I definitely agree. There is... No place that these schools need to exist. Um, while there are people who think that they need to exist, um, <laughs> they definitely don't, especially with all of the abuse that constantly happens. Like, <laughs> it's really sad, um, the stories that I have heard um, from countless ex-students and parents, some even former staff members. So... You know, it almost gets to a point that you almost get numb to it. Like, you, like I, I've heard just about everything from kids being abused to kids being raped to kids being murdered. So, God damn. Yeah, it's it's really sad. Like, okay, so what is the actual, we'll say, quote unquote, purpose of these schools? <laughs> Um, do you want the purpose that's advertised or do you want the real purpose? I want to hear the advertised purpose because I know what a polished piece of shit that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, the advertised purpose is to reform your child, to make them a functioning member of society, to make all the problems go away. Ship off your kid and they'll take care of it for you. And all you have to do is send a whole bunch of money and your kid will come back all super, super good. That's the advertising <laughs> version. <clears throat> that is exactly how fucking polished that bullshit is. It really is. Like, <laughs> I, if anyone wants a gold plated piece of turd, that's it. Because these places are nothing. 
nothing at all like they're described. Anyone who looks at the website is going to be amazed. I was amazed when I went to it, knowing what a piece of shit these places are. I know, right? They have amazing advertisement. It looks like the greatest place on the planet. I wanted to go there. And I knew. You're like horseback riding. What the hell? I want to go. You know? Awesome. No. The moment you walk in, you're getting starving horses. (laughs) (laughs) It's, yeah, it is nothing like they're advertised. Nothing. Um, What actually ends up happening. What is the parents send their kids off and pay a shitload of money? Oh. I can say shit, right? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. Especially for the amount of money that's being paid. Yeah, and I oh do mean God. like thousands of dollars. Like, at minimum, most schools take is about five grand a month. A month. Yes, there is one in Utah called Eagle Ranch Academy. They take $10,500 a month per kid in an 80-bed facility. Wow. Use math. Money, 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 money. Oh, God. (laughs) I know, right? It's... And then, but after you ship off your kid and you sign over pretty much your checkbook, um, what ends up happening is your kid is herded around like cattle. They're not cared for. They rarely go to therapy, if at all. They are rarely seen by doctors. There's no actual therapists. A lot of emotional abuse, a lot of mental trauma. Um, There's even cases of physical abuse and sexual abuse as well. And in the extreme cases, they're can be death even case that just so is it worth it there's there's something that i had heard it was either from uh from you or from um the uh, kidnap for christ crew uh and it was that oh i love katie yeah uh they had said that um some of the former students of these places ended up in prison and said that they had more rights in prison than they did in these schools. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> like, that is mind-boggling to me. You've got when murderers in, and, yeah. and serial rapists. Like, you uh, know, easy. When I was in the boarding facility that I was in, I was in two separate boarding facilities. For those that don't know my backstory, um, I was in Casa by the Sea, Um, in early 2004, and when it shut down while I was there, I was transferred to Midwest Academy in Keokuk, Iowa. We will touch back on that subject a little bit later. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But when I was there, I would get in trouble for having a part in my hair, for wearing two hair ties because it's layering. (laughs) Couldn't look in the mirrors. Um, You couldn't have any curls in your hair. And as you can see, my hair naturally has a curl to it. So I would get in trouble for that. I also got in trouble for starting my period one time. That was fun. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yay. Welcome to womanhood. You're a lady. Consequence. Because you didn't know when you were going to start. There's no winning. (laughs) No, there really isn't. And, um, okay, so... You're in there, and uh, 
how do you get out? Well, you have two options. Well, three. You can either, as program kids or program adults, as I like, because a lot of people still view us as children. I'm almost 30 years old. Yes, I was in a boarding school for troubled kids. I'm not a child anymore. Many of us are not children anymore. Um, there is a few ways to get out. One is the fake it till you make it. And that is just being completely fake, trying to go along with everything they tell you. And most of the time, they if you don't have enough like heartache or whatever to tell them and deal about, a lot of kids will end up making up stories because they're like, well, I can't advance because they don't believe that that's it when it's really it. So they're like, oh, I did drugs when they really didn't. And they're like, oh, okay, there it is. We knew there was something. And they're like, yeah, okay, uh, drugs, okay. And then, bam, they advance. Um, <laughs> I know, it's the weirdest thing. It's, it's really messed up. See, luckily for me, I didn't have to do that. You know, I grew up in a very ghetto neighborhood, and all you got to say is, hey, I stole my mom's car a couple of times and ran away from home and and uh, beat up people. Southside. And they're like... <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, she belongs here. You're so ghetto. You're so scary. Calm down. <laughs> like, Did, weren't you put into... Um into their uh, their solitary confinement for a prolonged period of time? Yes, I was in for two months. Two months! And and uh, when you're in the solitary confinement, what is it that you actually, like... Like, this isn't prison solitary confinement. This is worse. Like, Guantanamo Bay has a vacation time compared to this. <laughs> yeah, um... See, because in prisons, um, when you're in solitary confinement... You have actually 23 hours a day in your cell, and you have an hour out of your cell, typically for showers. If your shower is not in your cell, most of the time they're not, so you get out to shower. And then you also get out for rec, which is, you know, recreational. You pretty much walk around a yard by yourself, of course. In isolation in the boarding facilities, you don't get to leave the room unless you have to pee. And they decide to let you have a shower. And then you go right back to the room. You eat there. You sleep there. You stay there the entire time. And that's it. Uh, you don't get out. Oh, my God. Unless you start to comply. <laughs> but isn't it like when you're at the first level, if you're not obeying every single command, if you speak when not spoken to, like you cough... Back in the solitary? Um, it doesn't get that extreme. Um, okay. It can if you have a reputation of being bad. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, they're like, oh, well, we're just going to avoid all this and have fun and lock up, you know. It depends on e on which facility the kid is from. There's OSS, R&R, &R, uh, Intervention, The Hobbit. It's all called different things. The Hobbit? Yes, that was in... <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember exactly which program that one was in, but um, a couple of my friends were at that facility, and you want to talk about a really, really bad one? 
Now, I think that was up in Montana, I believe. So out in the middle of winter in a tiny little itty bitty tiny hut. Ooh. Yeah. No heat. <clears throat> I got lucky. Yikes. Mine was in the building. I had God heat. Damn. Even the Russians are going, holy shit, that's fuck. Vacation? <laughs> what the shit? <laughs> right. <laughs> Vladimir, pass me some water fucking vodka. I can't fucking take this shit. This is crazy even for us. Holy fuck. We fucking eat boots to learn second tongue. <laughs> vodka probably would have made our time a lot easier. <laughs> no fucking doubt. <laughs> Bitch, give me another bottle. Toss me back in the hole. I'll be fine. <laughs> right. They're like, do you want to come out? And it got to the point where I didn't want to come out, you know? Like, I didn't have to wear a stupid plaid skirt. I didn't have to wear, like, a blue vest. Like, yeah, you want to talk about, like, schoolgirl fetish? That's Midwest Academy's uniform. Mm. Again, we'll touch back on that subject in a little bit. No. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. Now, now I'm less eager to hear this story. <laughs> but I'm happy about the outcome. <laughs> Me too. Anyways, uh, okay, so... um. Uh, so you're in the schools and now how do you finally, finally get out and, and when you're done, are you done? Um, when you get out, they actually give your parents, um, kind of a freebie thing. Like, oh, if your kid messes up within two months of being out, you can send them back for the first month free. Fucking hell. And you never feel safe until you turn 18. Wow. And honestly, even after that, you still kind of don't feel safe. No doubt. Like, I'd be watching over my back fucking for years to come. Well, that's where the PTSD comes in. A lot of us suffer from PTSD, myself included. And I do. I watch over my shoulder constantly. I can I can absolutely 100% believe that. I mean, shit. If I came out of prison, I'd be watching over my shoulder. I come out of one of these places, I'm going to be watching over my shoulder with a fork in my fucking hand, ready to go. Right. Yeah, see, I've, I've gotten very good with knives. So. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, you just come out, double crime it. Who wants to go? You know, like, hmm? you know, one of the Ninja Turtles? Like the one with the, the, the little pitchfork things? But you're going to kill people with style. You're going to do it to Thriller. Well, yeah, it's a shiny purple knife. Of course I'm going to do it with style. I mean, who do you think I am? (laughs) (laughs) At least if you're going to die, you're going to die with style. So fabulous. There's worse ways to go. It's so fabulous. (laughs) I mean, there would be some people honored to be stabbed by me. (laughs) There was a staff member in Midwest Academy. She was honored because I kicked her in the face and gave her her first black eye. She talked about that for years. Lily gave me my first black eye. I got my first black eye from her. You shouldn't try to flip me off my mattress and I wouldn't have kicked you in the face. (laughs) I was trying to sleep. You don't interrupt my sleep. That's rude. Have manners. Okay, actually, there's an interesting point. Do, uh, do you ever have, um, like, you wake up and it's just, like, an instinctive response? Has has, uh, has a partner ever gotten just, like, a, a, you know, a sleep whack? Yes. Ooh. 
I have hit people in my sleep. Also, when people wake me up when I'm sleeping, I spring right up. Okay. I'm just like, I'm awake. You know what I mean? Fuck that. And I try to laugh wow. it off because it does get a little uncomfortable. Because they're like, oh, okay, wow. You know, and I'm like, oh, haha. But in reality, it's because a lot of these places, they come in the middle of the night with escorts and take the kids from their homes while they're sleeping in bed. So you get woken up in the middle of the night by strangers and you're flown to a different state and put into a boarding school. So when you get woken up, especially in a place um, that you're not familiar with, like I was in the hospital recently, I had pneumonia and the nurse would come up and wake me up and I'd shoot right out of bed. And she's like, I just need your blood pressure. And I'm like, nope, I'm up. I'm up. What do you need? What's up? (laughs) Let's do this. And they're just like, calm down. And I was like, I had to warn her, you know, after I kind of woke up a little more, like, I'm sorry, you know, it's my PTSD. I can't help it. So they were very careful. They then stood back a little ways and just like shouted my name. (laughs) Like, that's the perfect way to do it. That's a, that is a good hospital that you went to. That's a smart hospital. Adapt. Learn. Don't just force patients into the rules. Bend the rules to help the patient. Exactly. They were wonderful nurses and doctors. Absolutely adored them. Excellent. Excellent. Unfortunately, you know, it's unfortunate that you got sick and you had the pneumonia, but I'm glad that at least that whole experience was, was positive. Well, I agree. as positive as it can be. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so, checking off my checklist. <laughs> yep, that's okay. That's okay. Um, so now uh, you had mentioned though that uh, you get taken right away, like um, you know, could be anywhere. Like you're asleep and the door gets kicked in and you're picked up, tossed in the handcuffs, carried out, and fucking exactly. who knows, and and gone. And it's as I understand it, it's most often the case that. Your friends won't have any idea what happened to you. No one will know. It's just, she disappeared. Exactly. My friends actually thought my dad killed me. God damn. Disappeared. Yeah, I came back and they're like, oh my God, you're alive. And I'm like, of course I'm alive. And they're like, we thought your dad killed you. And I'm like, oh, thanks. (laughs) 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 Nope, I'm still here. You know, I'm gonna I, tell my dad that he's super scary, though. <laughs> as a father, that fucking terrifies me. The thought that someone comes in, get the gun. Uh, Imagine paying somebody to do it. I just, I just, and being made to think it's in your child's uh, best interest. Uh, You're saving them. They would be dead if you didn't send them away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shake my fist <laughs> furiously. You look like an angry midget. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I look like a midget right now. Yes. Wait. Yes. <laughs> Did alive. You watch wrestling. Yes. 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 <laughs> Quick side note: I saw someone mention um, name a wrestler that. Uh, if you were, uh, you know, of a certain age that only you would know, I noticed there was a wrestler that never got named, and I'm, I'm, I'm saddened because he was my favorite wrestler. Who? Bam Bam Bigelow. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> no, honey, no. <laughs> he was the only character I knew how to play on WWF on the NES. <laughs> His little cartwheel attack was perfect for taking people out. Love the guy. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Now, here's a question. How long do you think I would have lasted in one of these schools? (laughs) Um. (laughs) I think they. You're pretty funny. You would have made friends real quick. So, you mean, you probably had a. Would have had, had a good run. You'd have made it in, you know, with a group of funny people, and they'd be like, "Oh, he's cool, he's funny," and then you'd have been popular, and you'd have been, you would have coasted right on through. But I also, until, you know, you started fighting with staff. And, and that's just it. I have a problem with authority, especially authority that really, especially that kind of authority, that kind of authority. <laughs> well, I have trouble keeping my mouth shut as it is, so. <laughs> From that issue, too. <laughs> I'm getting better at learning to just think a moment before I speak. I'm not. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm just like... Oh, there it goes. But you know what? It's because of that strength that you've been able to accomplish what you have. Right? And I mean, it has taken an incredible level of perseverance to not only just run the website and all the organizations that you've been going or that you've been doing, but also the other bullshit that you've had to deal with on top of everything else. Oh my God. And I mean, and I'm even just only talking the small little portion of, well, you know what? It's not really small. It's, it's a fairly big portion of the, the family impact. Right, the fight that you've had uh, going with your family about trying to de-brainwash them because these places and their brainwashing. My stepmom, um, she will actually talk to me about it now. Cool. Um, she does get frustrated, you know, that I keep bringing it up, and I have to remind her, like, you know, this is something that's always in my head. It does not go away. Like, if I could make it go away, I would. Who wouldn't? I would love for it to go away. <laughs> right. Like, I want to be normal just as much as they want me to be normal. And, um... But then it wouldn't be you. Exactly. And they do adore my quirky weirdness. So, but she found... That uh, I proved that the owner of Midwest Academy uh, lied. And I sent her a message of him lying. And she was like, oh, no, that's not true. Because he said he was never with WASP, Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. And she's like, that's bullshit. She said, I sent you there because it was a WASP program. So she finally caught him in a lie. So then she started questioning everything. She printed out the entire, like, 700-page lawsuit that they were involved in. And she was like, I can't believe this stuff went on. And then she started listening to what I had to say. Vindication! Right. (laughs) And she still hasn't, I haven't told her everything. Um, There are some subjects that are still really, really hard to talk with your parents about, you know, because they do feel really guilty, um, you know, because they did think they were doing the best thing for me um, because that's what they were told. Oh, if you don't send your kid, your kid will die. We will save her. I wasn't going to die. So 
some subjects are still a little, you know, touchy. Um, I still don't really talk to my dad about it. He, um, it's too much. He holds way too much guilt. So we just kind of avoid it with him. And he'll probably harbor it for a very, very long time, which makes me sad. You know, I want him to forgive himself. As a father, though, like when you realize that what you've done has actually been so hurtful to your to your child, I mean, damn, that would fuck, that would tear me up inside to to no end. I just I wouldn't. Oh well, imagine. God. I mean, you've heard. I'm sure you heard of the uh, Larry Nassar event going Oof. on. Mm-hmm. Imagine taking uh, your daughter to gymnastics and him working on it. You know what I mean? Five minutes, Judge. Five minutes. Judge should have fucking granted him the goddamn five minutes for all the fucking victims. They didn't press charges on him, though, which I think is awesome. Yes, yes. The judge was great in that regard. She was just like, I understand why you did what you did. I understand. Exactly. <laughs> Still don't do it that way, but I understand. So, you know what? Let's let cooler heads prevail. <laughs> right? <laughs> fucking A, judge. Still give him five minutes outside the courtroom. <laughs> that guy definitely deserved it he's a monster oh fucking right um <sighs> most kids in these he places, won't last long that is one justice he will not last long they're gonna have to put him in protective custody oh and even he won't be then, safe i'm sure he's not gonna last Mm-mm-mm. i'm surprised there's not a gofundme assassination page I'm sure people are dropping commissary in everybody's stuff right now. Like, hey, here's a 20. You want to do me a favor? Hey, buddy. <laughs> you know this guy coming in? You want to you wanna take that shank you hide under your mattress and go uh, hide it someplace else? <laughs> like, in a body? <laughs> yeah, I'm it. sure... Oh, my God. It's just the fact that someone could could do something so fucking horrendous to someone else is just there is no call for it. That it, to me, that's that's like the, the one unforgivable crime is is anything sexually related. It's just you got to kill. It's hard sister. to wrap your mind around because as a normal person and I use that term lightly with me. <laughs> Um, but you know, you can't fathom harming children. They're innocent. You know, someone hurts my baby where, girl. <laughs> yeah, the last thing they ever do. hurt my boys, I would Ooh. do some things that I cannot mention publicly. <laughs> Every conversation that we have is wrapped in the condom of conversation. Alleged. <laughs> Everything that happened was alleged, with the exception of safety in schools and all the shit that you went through. That shit is not alleged at all. That shit is 100% hardcore. Fuck. I mean, shit, there's got to be some fucking people who came from prisoners, uh, some POWs who come back, who hear about this, aren't going to be going, goddamn. I don't think I have much to complain about. It's insane. Like, the amount of just ridiculous punishments the brainwashing and that's a huge part of it is brainwashing huge i recently did a video blog on stockholm syndrome which that works in with the brainwashing 
um, they, what essentially what these programs try to do is they try to beat you down emotionally to rebuild you to make you better. But they're not rebuilding you to make you better. They're rebuilding you to make you a sheep. They're rebuilding you to be a part of their cult because that's essentially what it is. It's a cult. So, I mean, what more can you do when you're trapped? You're there for a year or more because that's typically the amount of time that kids spend in these places. All your phone calls are monitored if you even get phone calls. All your mail is monitored or censored or won't even be sent out or given to you if they don't like what's in it. You got to work up the level system. You have to kiss everybody's ass to work up the way into the program because there's six levels in WASP programs. You start off at one, you have to work your way up to level six. And it takes forever. And you have to make sure that everyone likes you. And that's kids included. You have to make sure that you snitch on everyone, that you bully people, that you are kissing everyone's ass. And where I come from, you don't snitch. And the contradiction of you have to kiss people's asses while at the same time bully them. Well, you have to you have to kiss the staff's ass. Uh, or if you're a lower level, you have to kiss the upper level. That's what, if you're um, a level four and up, you're upper level. You have to kiss their asses if you're lower level. Now, if you're upper level, you can bully the lower levels, but you still have to kiss the staff's ass. Because you still want to get out. God damn, this sounds like it's almost military-based. In a way, it kind of is. And then, of course, you have your favoritism, where staff pick out their favorite kids that they like, and they give them extra privileges, or, you know, allow even more abuse at their hands, or even if they hate the kid. Like, I've had staff that absolutely hated my guts. And they did whatever they could to torture me. But I've also had staff that adored me. And they'd be like, okay, Lily, we're going to let this one slide real quick, you know? And I'm like, I see you. Thank you. Like, like you would get in trouble for popping a pimple for self-mutilation. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You couldn't look in mirrors. You had to wear your hair in a ponytail. And not just a ponytail in the back of your head. You had to be up, and you couldn't have a part in your hair. It was ridiculous. Wait, so you were essentially... Oh, my God. And I'm a tomboy, so they put me in that little plaid schoolgirl skirt. And and that's what I was just thinking with the... Oh, my God. Cute little bow ties and everything. Knee-high navy blue socks. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a pedophile's wet dream right there. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, take a drink. Take one for me, too. I'm just having Mountain Dew. That rhymed. You're welcome. I need some joy after hearing that. My God. I can't imagine what, what people have gone through. Like, this is this is just mind-boggling. And, and the fact that these facilities are everywhere, not only just in the States, but here in Canada. Where yep, we're there's just, a couple in Canada. We should only be worried about the rise of the beavers. That should be it. Do you guys still leave your doors unlocked? I think it's so cute how you guys leave your doors unlocked. <laughs> I'm just right across the river from you, and I'm like, I live in a lockdown apartment facility, and I keep my door locked. 
It depends. It all depends on where you are. In the burbs. <laughs> in the burbs, 100%. In the city, 100%. Where I am, nope. Well, I take that back, yes. But if I leave the door unlocked, I'm not concerned. I'm not going to come back home to lock it. See, when I, I dated somebody who lived down the sticks one time, and we just got out of their car, and they left it unlocked. And I was like, you can't do that. Oh, my God. Like, I do that all the time. They're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, somebody could steal your car or everything in it. And they're like, nobody's going to steal anything out here. And I'm like, you don't know. They could. <laughs> like... You are correct. They could. And granted, it is, it's a mild concern for me. But for where I am, I'm in an area surrounded basically by old people. Lots and lots me of old too. People. So I feel <laughs> pretty safe friends. around here that if someone were to steal my car, I'm going to be able to find them because they're going to be going 30 down the fucking road. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for anybody who steals my car. Like, Get the struts fixed while you're at it, please. <laughs> no, can you uh, can you update that wiring a little bit? Because when the windows don't want to roll down when you want them to, that gets a little frustrating. Like my window's stuck down right now because it didn't want to roll back up. So could you fix that? You know, like if you're gonna take it for a joyride, you might as well fix it. You just gave me a great idea. Why not have it set so that you can call your car? If someone steals your car, you can call it and be like, uh, yeah, motherfucker, while you're out, fucking pick up some groceries. <laughs> Get the back yeah. end fucking fixed. And if you're not going to do all this shit, I'm just going to put uh, fucking Celine Dion on repeat. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Why would you do that? Because you're a terrible I person. <laughs> I figured Whitney Houston would have been cruel. Yeah, you know, you know what? You could just torture them and put on like the first Britney Spears album, especially if it's like a one of those big old tough guys. You know, just how much you want to bet this motherfucker be sitting in your car, singing, fucking singing oh, along. I did it again. <laughs> oh my god. Mbop, mbop his oh, ass. No, not here. They did a, a, a show just recently, a little, oh like, get-together. They still, the one in the middle, I still think kind of looks like a woman. Kept his hair long. Did he? He did. He did. Or maybe he got it cut short. One of them cut it short. I, they all look the same to me. They did. They all, I thought they were, like, triplets or something. Weren't they? Oh no! Yeah, right. There was like, the there was like a, I remember playing that Umbop song or whatever on my recorder in the fourth grade. I missed our podcasts. Oh, the randomness! Very, very aptly named. What the fuck are they talking about? Right? Exactly. And so, anyways, safety in schools. So you're you're helping out the uh, the people that have been uh, victimized by this. Um, you're helping uh, provide education to, uh, to the family members who who are actually opening up to this, and yes. uh, and even providing counseling through your own personal experiences. Exactly. Have you had any difficulty really getting that point across to some people? I have. Um, some parents get really stuck in their ways, like the, as far as wanting to choose a, um, 
a boarding facility for their kid. Like, they're just absolutely set on it. Which is kind of the main reason why I named my website Safe Teen Schools. Because when people look at it, they think I'm an advertising website that advertises for boarding schools. But I'm not. <laughs> so they click on my website and they get a healthy dose of information. Very nice. But, ooh, so sneaky. I like it. <laughs> wow. you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, <laughs> have you uh, have you had anyone uh, that you've helped um, and and gone through a bit to the family um, in the past come back and and thank you for this? Yes. Yeah. I have, and um, it feels really good. You know, I won't lie. Um, it feels good saving people in general, and honestly, I think the biggest thing that I get out of doing this is saving people that don't even know I exist. So like these kids, cause the parents contact me and they're like, Oh my God, I didn't know, you know, or I was looking at this school and I came across your site and Oh my God. And they're like, we, we're not going to send our kid now. Thank you. And so I'm like, you know, yes. you're very welcome. Is there anything else I can do for you? You know? So like I just saved that kid and that kid will never know I exist. I never know. know what kind of a bullet they fucking dodged. Oh. That is the best in the world. So it's like not recognition or anything like that. It's just kind of silently being like, I save people's lives. I make. You, I silently make a difference. You fucking deserve a goddamn medal. <laughs> fucking right for all the work that you have put in, for everything that you've done, for the people that you've helped. And the perseverance going through everything with the school, what you went through there, with what you went through in the family, and just being able to have the strength to just keep going through it all. Thank you on behalf of the people who you don't know. <laughs> because they aren't, they're not going to be able to say thank you. Someone has to say thank you. You don't need the thank you. You are just an incredible person who's doing it without need. You're just doing it because people need your help. And fucking god bless you Allah bless you buddha bless you krishna bless you all of them we'll just get the whole fucking super deity league Tra <laughs> trademark gonna comic book that shit <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i appreciate that thank you yeah because honestly it's 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 been amazing learning about um Everything that, that you have gone through, that other kids have gone through, uh, these schools, what happens there, what people do there, the, the brainwashing that goes through it all. It's just, it, wow. I, I hope that people are listening and they're going to go check out your site, safetyinschools.org. They're going to go and find out about it. They're going to let other people know if they have friends who just disappeared. Check into it. Maybe they're in one of these schools. Maybe they're just waiting for you to come along and Liam Neeson the fuck out. <laughs> exactly. And we do try to help kids get out that are in there. Um, I worked very closely with uh, Shut Down Logan River. Mm -hmm. um, I helped. I was actually the one that helped them get, because um, it was Dana and uh, her husband, and it was her brother that was in there, and I helped get her brother out. And her parents placed him in there, but 
you know, if you harass the facility enough and call the cops enough times, they kind of go, you're not worth the trouble anymore. Take the kid. So we were able to get him out, and uh, I'm very happy. I've spoken with him. He's very thankful. Um, you know, he's a very sweet kid. Um, and I absolutely adore Dana. She's a sweetheart. Um, they're going through some tough times right now, but oh, no. hopefully it'll get better soon. Um We'll talk more about that later. Um, <clears throat> but I have to tell you about the recent events of Midwest Academy. Yes. I have to tell you. Okay. So January of 2016, Midwest Academy got raided by federal, state, and local officials. Okay. <gasps> like fucking straight raid. up raided. And... Um, for everybody, again, I was at Midwest Academy in 2004 and 2005. So my school, you know, that I went to got raided. And I waited years for this. And so the kids got either sent home or to other programs, everything like that. But they got raided due to sexual allegations. Mm. From the owner. Mm, right, I forgot about that part. Mr. Ben Train, the man who smashed me in the face with a metal door. Motherfucker! Yeah. He almost broke my nose. So he was up diddling little girls. Or allegedly. But I mean, he did get convicted on all charges. Yes? Convicted. He just got convicted. So, his supporters. Yeah, I know. His supporters are still like, he would never do that. Blah, 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 blah. And um, which makes what makes me even more angry is they are out here. And they are naming the sexual assault victim by name. Uh, That poor girl. Yeah, like, I'm so, like, oh, my God. Like, you don't do that. Like, these people bring to a whole different kind of low. And um, I feel so bad um, for that girl. But she she went to court. She stood up. She testified. She was like, fuck you, okay? She's a goddamn hero, too. She is. I haven't spoken with her. Um, You know, maybe in due time she will come around. I understand, you know, she's kind of stepped back for a while considering everyone's attacking her right now. Um, But if she does come across this video and this uh, interview, uh, she can feel free to reach out to me and I will protect her because I am a mother and I protect babies. I will protect her. I don't care if she's 18 now. She's a baby to me and I will protect her. You ever seen a mama bear get angry? No, that's the last fucking thing you will ever see. Pretty much. (laughs) Like, I am a mama bear. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm going through, like, highs and lows of emotion here. This isn't good. (laughs) No, right? Like, I was so happy that it got raided and shut down. And then you want to know, while they were, oh, I can't. There's some things I still can't tell you because, you know. It, I can't. Until the court case is done and whatnot, and then, you know, hey, and, and even things that you, you yourself can't talk about. 
Yeah, you know, there's just some things that I uh, still can't speak about because I do uh, speak with uh, the authorities and uh, the investigators and stuff. They actually used my disability because I am disabled due to PTSD um, from my time in the program. So the damages are so bad that I can never work again. My you know what? I could totally get that. Like all the fucking like, let's say you wanted to go work retail and someone comes up and taps you on the fucking shoulder. Motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> and it's... don't you ever tap me. I don't care what's on sale. <laughs> My foot up your ass is on sale. Half off. <laughs> no, that's free. <laughs> I'll you go tote that's... a heel on your ass. <laughs> that's free fitty right there. All, all up in the free basket. Spread them cheeks, buddy, because it's going in. <laughs> I'm so classy. See, on every other podcast I come on, I'm all like, oh, I'm Lily, I'm so professional, and blah, blah, blah. But then I do it with you, and I'm just like, fuck. This is real talk. It right? is. This is how people know that they're getting unfiltered, unscripted. You're getting real talk. Exactly. And I am very real, except for the pounds of makeup I'm wearing. I am wearing a Batman shirt, though, because Batman rocks, okay? Fucking A. You want to know why I like Batman so much? No. Yes. <laughs> because Batman is a normal person. He's just like everyone else, other than the money. So he proves that anybody can be a hero. If you have the money. I'm still a hero and I don't have the money. You're a fucking superhero. <laughs> That's what my thing says on Facebook. Modern day superhero. Fucking right. <laughs> right? You're like kick ass, but without all the broken bones and the metal plates. Yeah. Just whooping ass and left, right, and center. I around fighting people because that's rude. Except for online. I fight a lot of people online. That's understandable. Trolls be trolling. I like to troll sometimes. I get really bored. <laughs> and, you know, like, today, somebody came into one of the groups, and they were like, I'm better than everybody. And I've been like, I've been waiting for you to come <laughs> around. I've been so bored. <laughs> <laughs> like, please, make my day so much better. And But the girl has me blocked. So she can't read anything that I say, but I am an admin of that group, so I can read everything. And everyone is trolling her, and I'm just sitting there like, it's beautiful. This is great. I'm so entertained. Like. <sighs> oh, God. God bless the trolls. <laughs> trolls tro are I've too much fun. I've trolled her for years, and then she blocked me, and she wouldn't let me troll her no more. <laughs> well you know what if people would fucking stop with the fucking stupid bullshit and giving ammunition freely <laughs> she's all like i got a four bedroom house and three cars and blah 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 and what do you have and i'm like i have a five bedroom victorian fucking house two cars and three fucking motorcycles bitch and she's like oh like, <laughs> yeah talk shit but then again, I'm humble. I didn't bring up that shit first, 
you did. So now you're sitting here looking stupid. Personally, I'd have fun with it. I would go to extravagant lengths. Shit I can't even prove. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I got 14 yachts down in the Gulf of Mexico. 13 are in repair. Don't ask about those 13. You don't want to know what happened on those crazy parties. Oh, man. She's like, I'm a lawyer. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a technician and I know everything. And then like, she's, oh, I'm in, I work admissions at a college. And I'm like, so you did sales at Comcast? (laughs) How's, how's that working out for you, honey? Uh, IT without borders. Don't get me wrong. I'm not talking shit. I know people who are CEOs of companies all the way down to people who work at McDonald's. A job is a job. You know what I mean? But if you're going to talk shit and act like you're better than me, I'm going to talk shit back. Because that's just what I do. And that's it. It is so hard to not (laughs) shut people down when they act arrogant. My therapist said I have a real big problem with that and that I should really stop engaging. And I was like, no, fuck that. I'm going to engage. I'm like, this helps my anger. You know, I get it all out. You should be happy. And he's like, no, Lily, this is the wrong way. (laughs) I'm like, you don't know nothing. Shut up. (laughs) I can't wait for uh, Bruce Willis's death wish to come out. I'm actually really excited for... um, the Winchester. The Winchester movie. The Winchester. Oh my gosh, shut the fuck up. You haven't heard of it? Okay, so crazy backstory. I'm actually related to this nut job, okay? Ooh. Like way, 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 way down the line. Okay, so you know the Winchester gun, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, the man who made it, his wife was fucking nuts, right? And she oh, yeah. thought that all the ghosts of the people who were killed by the Winchester gun to come back The Winchester house! Yes! Yeah! I they made a movie? Yeah, it's coming out so soon. I was oh so Oh my god, yes! You might have to come over to Michigan and we might have to go to the fucking movies. Oh my god. I know, right? I'm totally fangirling over here. Like, I just want to see it so bad. Only okay, but... Which... Is there... Is it legal in... In Michigan? <laughs> what? Marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you have your medical card. What I'm if I sure just if... had doctor approval but never got around to getting the <laughs> I card? I don't think Canadian medical cards work. What about you my Canadian What about my Canadian health card? It's green. Would they know? Our the cops are kinda stupid. <laughs> right. Oh, it says right here in Canada I can drink and uh, have the, uh, the puff at any time that I want there, eh? I, oh, I don't know why you got a problem with that there. I thought you were Canadian and now you're Irish. No, that was Newfie. What, whatever. <laughs> if you hear Sounds a Newfie, Irish. if you hear a Newfie, they are borderline Irish. But if you ever tell an Irish person that they sound like a fucking Newfie, be prepared for a fight. Same thing if you t- if you call someone from PEI a newfie. Had a girlfriend once from PEI. Called her a newfie. Almost got a black eye. <laughs> the second or third time. Somebody a black eye. <laughs> Last time I was in a fight was when I was a bouncer. Can you believe me as a bouncer? 
Yeah, you're ginormous. You're kind of thin, you know, but I could just see you just scooping somebody right up. Just cradling them. Come on, little fella. Actually, for the most all, part. all like super nice Canadians and stuff. You shouldn't be here, guy. Come on, friend. Let's go. <laughs> irony of irony. I that's how I. South Park on that shit. Well, that's honestly how I dealt with most people. That's how I got. Oh my God. Out of the like three, four hundred people that I kicked out, I think I only had to fight actually three of them. Because most often I'd be like, hey, Matt, looks like you had yourself a good fucking night. Uh. <laughs> gonna have to call it a night though you know what though i'm gonna give you five minutes i'm gonna walk away you can say bye to your friends be like you know what fuck this place i'm out of here i'm gonna call it a night no one has to know that you're getting kicked out sound good most people are like sounds good i give them five minutes and sure enough they'd walk away they come back the next night hey how's it going come on in i've never been kicked out of a bar surprisingly i have which and only once and it it shocked me so thoroughly that it was, I went from the bar to outside before I realized that I was actually kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were so friendly, you're like... Oh, no, no. Oh, no, they had my arm up behind my back, and I'm being pushed oh, out really? the fucking... Oh, yeah, and I was just like... The whole time... you in the chicken wing. Yeah, the whole time, I'm just like, am I being kicked out, or is someone trying to fight me? Like, I was in just such shock and disbelief, like, someone's actually trying to do something to me, like... Was the bouncer American? Because that sounds like an American move. The chicken wing. It might have been. It all the been. time. Well, no. If, uh, that bar was actually the bar by the military base. So they dealt with a lot of oh, military guys okay, all yeah. the time. So, And I look, I, I guess, threatening to some people. What? <laughs> Apparently. I've heard Sorry. this before. Oh, no. You're just like, to me, you're so cute and adorable, you know? And, like, especially in your adorable little red sweater. And you look all small. You look so cute. And you're like, I'm kind of intimidating. And I'm just like, oh, you're adorable. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, that's exactly how I viewed myself. Just like, I don't know how people haven't picked me up and broken me yet. I guess they're just... I think it's people just knew that I'm not built like a brick shit house, so I must know what the fuck I'm doing in a fight, so just don't fight with him. If he's saying nicely to leave, just leave. <laughs> yeah, see, the last time I got into a situation like that um, was a couple years back, and um, some girl didn't like me, and uh, so I she started talking shit, so I flipped her off. And then she was like, what, bitch? And I'm like, oh, my God, she's so stupid. She didn't see it the first time. So I flipped her off again. I'm like, maybe she'll see it now. And I held my arm all the way up. You know what I mean? All the way. You got to see it? Did you see it now? So she ran out of the car. And she ran after me. And um, I got into a house because I knew she would jump on my back. Because she wasn't above that, you know? And I'm going to fight somebody, I'm not going to jump on your back, because that's bullshit. So I got into the house, and she was blocked by a mutual friend. And I was standing by another one of my friends who's like seven foot tall and a beanpole. And I'm like, I don't understand what your problem is with me. And next thing you know, I felt something rock me right in the jaw. Come to find out later that she hit me in the face with a beer bottle. Oh, that's low. I have a nice little scar. 
so what happened next? Um, I don't remember. Um, but from what I've been told is, uh, see, because when I hit a certain point in my anger, I end up blacking out. And it's very rare, you know, but if you hit me, guess what? Guess who comes out to the show? Super crazy Lily. Hooray. So, apparently, I ran at her. And, and now, for the record, I'm a big bitch, okay? I'm like 200 pounds. I was in Batman leggings, and I was running. And I was in the perfect position, you know, perfect. I could kick her in the face because I was in leggings. You know what I'm saying? Like, I came prepared. <laughs> Yes. So <laughs> then what happened was my seven foot tall friend scooped me up because he didn't see that she hit me. And he told me that if he seen that, he would have just let me go. Because, you know, well, did she hit you? Go ahead. Fucking she especially with a bottle, it. too. Exactly. She knocked my hat off and everything. I was pissed. Bitch. Uh, so he scooped me up, but I still had my arms out and I'm still blacked out. And apparently I started swinging back at him because I was like, I'll beat your ass to get to her. I don't care. Like, you are stopping me right now. I will fight you, too. But he's all tall, so he's just leaning back on, like, not even hitting him. Like, <laughs> I was so frustrated. So then apparently I grabbed onto his arms. And mind you, the entire time I'm telling this girl that I'm going to grind her face into the cement that I'm going to murder her whole family and have her watch it and then torture her slowly and, like, rip her toenails off. And, you know, just some really brutal shit, which she deserved. Anyways. Um, Going straight medieval so I, on her ass. Yes. So I grabbed his arms, and I started, you know, I buckled down, and I started dragging him forward. And he's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, well, I can't get you off me, so guess what? You're coming with me. So I grabbed onto him and I made him come with me. And she. <laughs> the girl ran because apparently, you know, me saying all that while being covered all over my face and my neck and my own blood and dragging a very large man with me kind of scared her off. <laughs> he said that holding me back was like holding back a bear. I'm really proud. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Now I understand why that staff member is all super proud that I kicked her in the face and gave her her first black eye. Fucking right, no doubt. I was I'm conscious after that. That deserves extra points. <laughs> right. I do hope she was English, otherwise, that accent made absolutely no sense at all. She's English. Well, she was American. Hey. Well, all right, then, I guess. Perfect. No, no. That's no. Southern. No. Us Maybe. Northerners kind of talk like you, except we say about and not a boot. <laughs> I heard that once that we say a boot. Like, not I just, know, a, just, but I, I actually got called out on it once. You say, um, out, but you say it like, out. It's so cute. You're like, out? Will we go out? And I'm like, 
fuck you. <laughs> Want to go say, out later? You know? Oh, like, hey. oh yeah. <laughs> I say it too, though. I'm like, could you really stop arguing with me, eh? And they're like, you say A, eh? and I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell them My you fought. About die. <laughs> tell them you fought the uh, fought in the Great Cana- uh, Canadian Beaver Battle of '93. Oh my God, I'd get so many funny looks. I'm totally gonna do it. Oh my God, yes. I just want to be able to look at me like. I'm like, yeah, man, it was a tough one. You wouldn't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I had one uh, American friend, he was talking about how uh, cold it is down where he is in, like, I don't know where the fuck it is, down down south. Um, but uh, he's like, I don't know how you Canadians do it. I was, <laughs> couldn't help but just string him along for a while, telling him about how we battle beavers all winter long. And the only time we get a break <laughs> is uh, for Groundhog's Day when uh, the groundhogs rise up and battle the beavers to give us a little break. <laughs> now, do the beavers and the the moose like team up oh once once that the the groundhogs didn't know what the fuck to do so they were getting fucking platypuses duck and canadian geese to fucking dive bomb shit on them unfortunately oh my god right right they were hanging on to the fucking feet of the canadian geese because you know platypuses can't fucking (laughs) can't fucking carry (laughs) oh my god oh my god (laughs) I had one person, I I had this guy, this one dude totally convinced that, um, well, me and my best friend convinced him that my dad was a pilot, and he taught me how to fly helicopters, and at 16 years old, I was flying one drunk, and I picked up my friend in the middle of a school parking lot and, like, escaped the police. And he was like, oh, my God, are you serious? And I'm like, and we're both, like, look, me and my friend are looking at each other, like... Yeah, we're dead serious. And he's like, you're legends. And I'm like, dude, are you really that stupid? <laughs> like, you really think that happened? Walk right in, sit right down. <laughs> Daddy, let your mind roll on. <laughs> Everybody's talking. Wait, that's entirely wrong. No, no, wait, it was. It started out right. Walk right in, sit right down. There we go. I had to plug my phone in. Mm. <laughs> Running the power down, though. Well, we have actually reached the end of the show. Um, uh, this was a big whole mess of everything. <laughs> it really was. It really was. But, I mean, this whole... We haven't talked in a very long time, so it was it was overdue. It very much was. It has been such a long time since the podcast has, has been around, even. Um, but now I've finally got real internet and everything's kind of fucking coming together and working and iTunes hasn't flagged me. Is it Comcast? So. Did that girl come and hook your internet up or did she sell it to you? I got <laughs> Bell. Real fancy like. Yep. Oh, shit. Yep. They lube it up when they fuck me in the ass. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. I mean, at least they use lube. Now, is mm-hmm. it, um, silicone based or is it water based? Cause you're going to want the silicone based cause that lasts longer. I don't know. I think they throw sand in it. Ow. <laughs> Your poor butthole. I feel so bad for it. <laughs> 200 bucks a month. Between Shut my cell phone and internet. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's off. Son of a bitch. And you got fucking third world countries where people are walking around with unlimited fucking internet and a goddamn cell phone for 30 fucking bucks. I have unlimited and my phone bill is 50 bucks a month. I hate you all. Fuck Canada. <laughs> um, come to America. <laughs> we got guns. <laughs> I got guns. I like guns. Actually, I really do oh, like wait, guns. But you're Canadian. I thought Canadians aren't allowed to have guns or like them. I have a restricted handgun license. Aren't you fucking fancy? I went through for <laughs> police foundations and uh, ended up damaging my knees, but I kept paying for the uh, the restricted handgun license. So I was like, well, fuck, I'm paying for it. Why the fuck don't I just go get a gun? I'm not allowed to have one. That might probably be a good idea. When you're disabled due to mental illness, they won't let you have a gun. Because they're like, you could hurt yourself or somebody else. And I'm like, if I blow my own brains out, I'm not hurting nobody else. I'm like, I want a pretty purple gun. Come on. like. And they're like, Lily, no. <laughs> I wouldn't really I, blow my brains out, though. Well, no. I, I think it's actually, like, because for me personally, I love guns. Um a nice gun, the, the the precision that goes into it, the manufacturing, um, just aiming down the sights, pulling that trigger, feeling it go off, hitting in the target, and just just doing that. That is such a great feeling. Right? I, I would love to get into uh, into competition shooting. Right? That's, that's maybe you could. That's pretty much the reason that I got the well. I, I looked at some competition guns and then I was like, oh, son of a bitch, I can't afford that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with this $600 one over here. <laughs> a little bit cheaper. A little bit cheaper. This is good. You take installments, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't... I know a couple of people that own guns, and... I don't know, one of my ex-boyfriends does, and he, like, never takes it off his hip, and I'm just like... Okay, that. I, I can't take it anywhere, except for to, like, the range. I mean, oh, he open carries. Yeah, we don't we don't have that in Canada, unfortunately. Which which actually might not be such a bad thing. Because, well, no, no, sorry, take it back. I honestly, I think open carry should be allowed. I think Canada needs to have an open carry law, not just because I think it would just be badass to be walking around with a fucking uh, side hip uh, side holster on, fucking. But I think open carry is better than conceal carry. Yes, yes, conceal carry. I don't I don't really like now. If you got open carry and you're walking around with a fucking AR, <laughs> you might be up to something. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> you might be looking for some trouble. You're walking around with a fucking, you know, uh, you know, maybe like a shoulder holster or yeah. a side holster, right? Okay, no problem. Shoulder holster, I guess, iffy, because you could technically jacket it. All right. So, well, uh, I mean, technically, if you have um, a gun on your hip, if you had a long jacket, you could do the same thing. Touche. Touche. I'm smart. Damn those trench coat kids. I used to own one. I loved it. I was so creepy. I went through a goth stage. It wasn't it. It wasn't a, a good look for me, but you know I liked it. Had a really big inside pocket, huge plus. There you go. Hit I, all my candy there. And you know what? It doesn't really matter 
what other people think you know and and this is something that i'm really looking forward to with my daughter is just seeing what kind of a person she becomes i know it's so exciting to see them like growing up and like becoming like who they're going to become and you know on days when they're not acting like assholes you know you're like oh i love them so much and even on days they're acting like assholes you're still like i still love you but yeah. could you not be an asshole today yeah and if anybody gets mad at me, I don't care who you are. If you are a parent, you know that your kid is an asshole sometimes. Fucking right. But they can be assholes. They can be assholes. But <laughs> I noticed this the other day. You you have a special bond with your child if you can ask them to pull your finger and they giggle. <laughs> <laughs> I ask... I asked my oldest, like, I tried to get him to, like, pop my fingers for me because I cracked my knuckles. And I'm like, hey, we, we pull my finger. And he's like, no. And I'm like, dude. And he's nine, you know. And I'm like, no, just pull my finger. And he's like, mom, no. I know what you're going to do. Grandpa does it. <laughs> like, I'm like, if I was going to fart, I would just rip ass, you know. Like, <laughs> So just pull my finger. And he's like, fine. I totally should have farted when he did it, too. Just make him gross him out, you know? Like, I live to gross my kids out and embarrass them and jump around (laughs) corners and scare the shit out of them. My dad did it to me. The rite of passage. I lived the majority of my life thinking my dad was fucking Freddy Krueger. Okay? He literally... He literally, like, walked around, and he was like, I'm Freddy Krueger. I'm your worst nightmare. I literally thought my dad was Freddy Krueger for years. I'm not even joking. And then one time, you know the Leprechaun movies, right? Yeah. Well, I was in kindergarten, and I love horror movies. I grew up on them, and we watched the Leprechaun movie, and it scared the bejesus out of us. Like, me and my two stepsisters at the time. And we're upstairs, and we're like, oh, my God, we heard something in the closet. It's the leprechaun, right? We're freaking out. And my dad comes up, and he's like, oh, let me look in the closet, blah, blah. So he falls in the closet and starts screaming bloody fucking murder, right? And I'm like, oh, my God! Oh, my God! And he just jumps right up and starts laughing. And I'm like, I can never trust you again. It's a rite of passage in my family. If we don't, if if your parent doesn't scare the shit out of you, they don't love you. <laughs> that, that if we don't I... pick on you, we don't like you. I like, must if we're just, love like, my daughter. Nice you're just like, oh yeah, okay, hi. You know, it's nice to meet you. And we're not like, God, your pants look fucking ridiculous. You know, if we don't insult you, we don't like you. See, there's real talk. Being nice, you know when someone's being nice and when someone's being mean. Even mm-hmm. when they're saying something that sounds like it's mean, you know, well, at least if you know the person, you know that yeah. they're they're being nice. They're just screwing around being like, hey, no, I'm nuts. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, no, not me. I'm, I'm, I'm like that with people I don't know or people I don't really like, you know, and I'm like, eh, you know. I'm trying to get the fuck away from you. Have a good day. That you know, but my best worst. friend, if she comes around, I'm like, you're the most beautiful bitch I've ever seen. And I love you and adore everything about you. 
Like, and your man does not deserve a beautiful goddess such as you. And she's like, you're a good person. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck yes, I am. <laughs> like, it got to the point where her boyfriend was so mad because she would tag me in so much stuff saying that she loved me. And he's like, you're going to leave me for her, aren't you? Are you guys, like, gay? And we're like, no, we've been best friends since the fourth grade. Like, what? Neither of us swing that way. So to us, it's hilarious. Because he, like, legit thinks that I'm going to steal her from him. And I was like, well, you know, we do have a pact that if I'm, you know, because we're the same age, you know, that if if we're still single by the time we're 40, that we're just going to get married. We already have our wedding dresses picked out. And he's like, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to go fishing up where you live or down where you live because the bait is not needed. It's it's already in the fish's fucking mouth. You just got to start reeling them in. <laughs> That's it. Just a warning. Bitches be crazy here. I'm just let you know. Ooh. Crazy. Crazy. I don't deal with crazy bitches no more. No, you ain't yes, crazy. You. Nope. Not by my, not by my oh. standards. Okay, well, <laughs> the United States government. <laughs> my um, judge for disability, he, um, he held up my case file. And he's like, Lily, I read your entire case file now tell you i'm gonna tell you what this case file was about big enough it would kill a small kitten if it landed on it and he's like holding it up he goes your mental health records are extensive <laughs> and he said it just like that and i'm like thank you <laughs> what the fuck do you say to that because like i need them to be extensive so i can get my disability but i'm kind of insulted at the same time so, thank you, fuck off. <laughs> wow. Oh my He's a good guy. <laughs> he, like, he yelled at the jobs place, my lady. He's like, so what work can she do? And they're like, we, we don't think she could do anything. And he's like, that's right. You're disabled, Lily. And I'm like, what just happened? Did I win? Did I win? I looked at my lawyer. My lawyer didn't do shit. And she's just like, we'll talk about this later. And I'm like, I literally paid you 25% to just sit there and, and not do anything. I'm going to rob her. Just kidding. That's <laughs> against the law. That's against the law. I would never do something like that. Oh, oh. She robbed me, though. My 25%. Bitch. I need to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, you need to come to Michigan, and we need to go to the bar. <laughs> oh, oh. If there was a riot, we would stop it, and there would just be a crowd <laughs> forming and cheering. <laughs> you know what? They need to send us imagine. to Philly. I just can only imagine what people watching right now are thinking, because, like, it started off as, like, oh, safeteenschools.org, you know, business, you know, you know, saving kids, and now we're like, hey, you want to go get drunk? <laughs> 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 oh, she's crazy and not allowed to own a gun? 
Some girl hit her in the face with a beer bottle? Canadians are fighting beavers and groundhogs. <laughs> and moose. And moose. moose. And moose. I always forget the moose, and then I get the antler right up the poop. Oh, my God. A deer ran into my car the other day. I saw the picture. The fucking side mirror just dangling there. Ain't that some bullshit. Mm-hmm. It was buck, too. And it only stunned it, though, because I totally would have pulled over and put that motherfucker in the trunk. So I sold you, off the meat. You just got to be careful he didn't piss. If, or if his bladder sack breaks, uh, it spreads into the meat and sours all the meat. My grandfather owned a butchery, okay? Okay. I know. <laughs> I don't want to make you mad because you might I know how to make me disappear in a butchery. You might see me. It's like. Slice a pig, slice a pig, slice a meat, slice a pig. <laughs> slice the Elijah. There's a leg. There's a super long torso. There's just a head off on the side. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> I swear to God, if a random head just started talking to me, I think I would shit myself. Right. Like, no That's joke. That boy, you like, fucking... <laughs> Maybe I do need to go see someone. <laughs> Not right? you. Like, Not you talking I head. My dose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, hmm. One of these needs to go. <laughs> I would show you my medication on my nightstand, but you'd be like. <laughs> That's terrifying. My doctor gives me the good shit. <laughs> So long as wait, so you don't have a do you have medicinal uh, pot? No, nope. I don't smoke weed. I don't have a medical card. I just take medication. Okay. Weed right. makes me oh, right, very right. very paranoid because it's oh okay. That is unfortunate. That and especially that some people like it. You know, first things you got to admit is it affects everyone differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anyone who's like, oh, if we do this, everyone's going to be like that. Everyone's going to get the munchies. Do I look like I've had the munchies? What really annoys me is that there are some people, when I tell them, you know, like, no, it makes my anxiety worse. I'll have panic attacks. You know, I can't do it. And they're like, oh, well, you're just not smoking the right strand. And I'm like, no, I'm okay. Like, you know, I haven't smoked uh, marijuana in, like, God, over 10 years. Like, I haven't smoked it since I've been out of the program. And I got out in 2005. So, I'm just like, no, I don't, why would I want to start? I haven't smoked it in years, and it makes me paranoid. And, you know, so why would I want to go through all that and have panic attacks when I could just take my medication? Exactly. It's unfortunate that, that you have those side effects, and I wish that you could be able to just get all of those medications in one place but unfortunately that's the reality you got to deal with so that's the reality it you is life <laughs> it's life right and anyone who can't accept that is a fucking asshole i agree yeah. i don't really talk to those people anymore after they start saying shit like that i'm like i see you value my opinion on right. my own personal body <laughs> like right it's it's your fucking choice 
right? Whether I'm appro uh, approving or disapproving of you doesn't fucking matter, right? See, and here's the thing. Is my stance on uh, medical marijuana or I think it should be legalized. Right? But yeah, I don't – just because it doesn't work for me doesn't mean it doesn't work for other people. God bless you for that. Right? And I, I wish more people would think like you. Right? It's kind of the same thing with abortion. Would I ever get one? No. But it's not my choice to d do anybody else's body stuff. You know what I mean? That's their body. It's not my body. I wouldn't do it, you know. But I, that woman over there, I don't own her. You know, she, let's say she got raped by her stepdad. You know, that's a very logical reason. And yep. it's not my place to be like, no, you need to keep that baby. <laughs> there are a bunch of times that I want to just go, like, out to an abortion clinic and just be like, here, let me get the door for you. You you go ahead on in, and you motherfucker over there, back the fuck off. I see you. You want to know what's hilarious, though, is here in America, there's so many people who are anti-abortion. Cause and it's very it's a very big Christian thing, and um. But the thing is, is that they're so they're so anti-abortion, <clears throat> and they're like, oh no, save the baby, save the baby. Who cares if it kills the mom? You know, save the baby. But then, as soon as the baby pops out, they're like, oh well, you better not be on food stamps. <laughs> you we better not be supporting that kid. You're a mooch. What are you doing with yourself? You shouldn't have had a kid. You shouldn't have gotten pregnant. You yeah. did it to yourself. Literally, that's how they work. But as soon as you get pregnant, oh, no, save the kid. Save the kid. But then as soon as you pop the kid out, they don't give a shit. And that's the insanity. And it's bad. And sorry, uh, the, the callousness towards rape victims. I couldn't imagine looking at my child who, who God forbid, had the, like my daughter identical to me face everything looks like a mini me without the beard that poor girl and a hell she is <laughs> she took all the best parts of me which was basically the height <laughs> and the humor she took the height and the humor and she got everything else from her mother who, well that's good <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely her mother is an amazing woman love yeah, her to death I just I can't wait till she grows up and I can like just see her giraffe kick somebody, you know, like that just pisses her off and just. She's already doing that. Do you know what she got for her Christmas this year? A punching bag. <laughs> Good job, dad. <laughs> she also got a little pretend makeup bag. She was more into the punching bag than she was the makeup bag. However, That's... it depends on her mood because some days she's all about the makeup bag. She is. She's gonna grow up exactly like I wanted, uh, you know, wearing high heels and carrying a shotgun. <laughs> That's kind of how I am, and it's the best way to be. It's like the best way of both, you know, best of both worlds. Yeah, like, she can go from the mudden right to the club and fucking, and then back out to go help out the family the next day on something else. You know, she's exactly. I can help you hang drywall and then go and put my eyeliner so sharp I can fucking cut a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Get you a girl that can do both. Right? And the, the guys that she dates, all they have to worry about me is that I'm only there to bury the body. Hey, 
my dad works in cemeteries all over the state of Michigan. I got you. Might be a little hard getting it over the border. <laughs> uh, sorry, this was a Just fatality of that. Under the boat. <laughs> I was just trolling, eh? <laughs> that was a line that I always used, like, with boyfriends that I had, though, that pissed me off. And I'm like, my dad works in a cemetery and nobody will ever find your fucking body. And they're like, and I would never hear from them again. And it was great. It was so nice. They just disappeared. They didn't stalk me anymore. Oh, the good old days. Now there's Facebook. And they stalk me. <sighs> yeah. Because they can't find you in person. They can hide and whatnot. And that's something that bothers me. With uh, with my daughter growing up in all of that. And how do I, how do I teach her? How do I make her aware? And honestly, you know, if I, well, if I'm being truly honest, I've been pretty much every type of guy. <laughs> I've all... Uh, I'm of the mindset that in order to truly understand someone, I have to be in that position, at least for a period of time. There are some lines that I will not cross. I don't well, want to know what it's like. I have enough of an idea to know that I don't want to know. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, I mean, I've been, you know, the good guy, I've been the bad guy, I've been all of that. I know the the manipulation games and all that stuff, and so I'm, I'm just hoping that she will take my advice when when offered. I'm hoping also that I'm going to be able to give it in a manner that she's going to be able to be receptive to it, right? Because that's a give and take. It's it's I can't just be like you need to listen to me because I've got the fucking all the ideas in it. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> See, I worry about that with my kids, like. Everybody else is, like, very lenient on them, so I end up having to be the disciplinarian, and so I'm always the bad guy. But, like, at the same time, I don't want my kids to grow up to be assholes. Like, I have two young men, you know, and I don't want my young men growing up to think that it is okay to treat women bad because they are around people that treat women bad. Mm -hmm. And... So they come home to my house and they try to disrespect me. Hmm. Oh no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ain't happening. <laughs> but I want them to grow up to be, you know, productive members of society and to treat women with respect. You know, you know, women have a hard enough time as it is. Um it's like I had a friend of mine, he was like, he's like, oh, you're just, you just put me in the friend zone. And I'm like, oh, the friend zone. <laughs> made by the boy run media to make girls feel bad because we won't sleep with you. And he's like, you're a bitch. And I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> Are you going to tell me about how you're, you have blue balls and try to make me feel bad that way? I don't feel bad. Or like, you know, guys get so upset over the whole friend zone thing. And I'm like, we get friend zoned. You know what I mean? Girls get friend zoned. I have like two guy friends on my Facebook that I have. I'm like, hey, <laughs> you know, what's up? How you doing? You know? And they're all like, oh, you're such a good friend, Lily. Oh. You know, I can talk to you about anything. 
you know, you're just, you're my buddy. You know, I, and nothing ever romantic will happen with us, but you're such a sweetheart. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't sit here and I'm not like, oh, you're a fucking douchebag because you won't sleep with me. You know what I mean? Like the mm. fucking fuck. I can't make somebody sleep with me. And I would rather have them in my life as a friend than not have them in my life, you know, at all. Yeah. And honestly, it's, it's the fact that they have such a fragile fucking ego they get all of their self-worth from other people they don't have the confidence to fucking be like okay oh my god i played texas hold'em online and some dude was hitting on me online on the poker app and i'm like you really try to pick up women on the poker app i'm like are do you need a glass of water and he's like yeah i am thirsty so i like sent him a coffee gift and I'm like, here you go, honey. You look a little parched. God. <laughs> and all the other dudes at the table were just dying. And they're like, he's like, you're a fucking bitch. And I'm like, yep. That fucking response, it just, it blows me away. Like, oh, you're not going to pay attention to me. You're a fucking whore. Wait, what? Did you, did you not hear the irony? I was called a whore before I lost my virginity. Dead serious. The irony. In all of that, the hypocrisy. The, What's even better is I've been called a whore and a prude. A prudish whore. Yeah. Now, okay, now that is an oxymoron. So it's like, no matter what we do. Damn if we do, damn if we don't, yeah. You know what? No, it's not what you do. It's the fact that there are so many men out there that think that they're going to go through life. They're going to be, well, you know what? I turned 18. I'm a man. I'm just going to act like a child for the rest of my life, though. Oh, my God. My favorite thing, which is not really, obviously, I'm being very sarcastic here, is I'll have, like, a 19-year-old or a 20-year-old. I'll jump in my inbox, and they'll be like, hey. And I'm like, hi. <laughs> and they're like, I like older women. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh. Oh, and they're like, I like cougars, you know? And I'm like, oh, fuck, how old do you think I am? Like, why would you do this to me? Like, I thought you were my friend. <laughs> <laughs> we have mommy issues. And I'm like, ah, you just stabbed me right in the heart. You just twisted the blade, man. Like, I'm not even 30 yet. And they're like, so, you're 29. And I'm like, oh, just stop it, please. <laughs> like, you're twisting it deeper, you dick. Like, why would you do that to me? Like, how men's ego is fragile about the whole sex thing. Women's ego is fragile when it comes to age, okay? Like, however, yeah, okay, I'm 29. I'm totally going to rock 30, though. I'm going to make 30 look good. 30's the new 20. Lily's got yeah. it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, how are you gonna? I'm sitting here in my fucking twenties still, and how are you gonna call me a cougar? I don't even yeah, like. Yeah, that doesn't even really make sense. And they're like, "I'm mature for my age," and I'm like, <laughs> "Okay." And then they're like, "Do you know where I go to get my ID?" And I'm like, "Ugh, I thought you were mature. You don't have your driver's license, oh honey." I'm not going to drive you everywhere. I have two kids already. I don't need another one. Yeah, for real. I'm trying to raise a boyfriend. 
no dick is worth that. <laughs> no, no, you're not working them up for the next one. I mean, fuck, why waste that effort? Or like the ones like, I'm in between jobs. Okay, okay, I understand that, you know. Totally so understand. And what you doing tomorrow? Like, <laughs> but then it's like two months later and they're like, yeah, I still can't find a job. And I'm like, jobs are so hard to find. No, no, not really. It used you to be. Job at Walmart, McDonald's, mm -hmm. gas station. You ain't got to stay there forever, but it's a job for the now. Job. Yeah. Now, here's something that blew me away. Because for pretty much my entire life, I've been able to just go into a place with a resume and walk out with a job. Right. Shoot, just, when I could work, I didn't even go in with a resume. I went in yeah. and did my interview, and they were like, shit, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, and a dollar more than everybody else. Three years ago, um, I'm trying to find work. Right? I cannot get anything. The most that I got was an interview at Value Village, and I didn't even get hired. Now, I think the problem was is my qualifications. The, um, I made the mistake of putting my schooling on there. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> uh, when you got police foundations and radiation safety officer on there, they're kind of like, yeah, you're not sticking around. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. Which is ironic because I work as a web developer. <laughs> See, mine... I actually used to work in sales and marketing when I could work. And that's why, you know what I mean? They, when I filed for disability and everything, cause I couldn't deal with people anymore. Hmm. And I did sales and marketing for like five or six years. And I was one of the best people they had. Like I had it down packed. I was one of those annoying people that came to your door. You know what I mean? To try to sell you <laughs> something. That was me. I made so much fucking money. And people are like, oh, you just want to sit on disability. And I'm like, I get $750 a month from disability. I made $700 plus a week, if not more. Damn. You know what I mean? Because that's not even counting the sales or bonuses. So, you know what I mean? Like, okay, but I would, um, I would wear low-cut shirts, a little bit low-cut, not, but they were dress shirts. So I was still looking nice. And I'd hold my binder in front of me. Yep. And if a man would come to the door, I'd put my binder to the side. Hi, I'm Lily. Nice to meet you. And they're like, hi, are you going to come back for the demonstration? No, I'm not. But make sure you tell them I was super nice and did a good job talking to you. And they're like, absolutely. <laughs> If a girl came to the door, I held my binder right in front of me, and I'm like, hey, I'm Lily, what's up, blah, 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 and kept it real smooth and casual. Hmm. Didn't matter. And they're like, man, we like you. You're, you know, yeah, you're trying to sell us something, but you're not like one of these other people, you know, one of the the main people that just sell, you know, you're, you're cool. Yeah, so uh, how about that brand new kitchen set? <laughs> <laughs> Because I worked for a construction company and I worked for a water softener company. And uh, the, for this particular uh, construction company, 
I won't name them or anything, but um, the best thing about the kitchen thing was uh, that the, the, the cabinets were fire resistant. So I always used to tell them, like, hey, you know, if you get the kitchen set, I'm like, your whole house could burn down, but you still have your kitchen. <laughs> and I'm like, man, you're funny. And I, like, I would crack so many jokes, and they're just like, and, like, the basement system was, like, soundproof. I'm like, you could build a dungeon down there. Your kid could play drums, and you won't hear it at all. And they're like, you're amazing. <laughs> I'm like, but what's really amazing is this basement system. <laughs> they're like, sold. Like, I just knew how to deal with people. But now, like, I can't, like, just walk up to strangers and talk to them anymore. They get really freaked out. So, man, I miss being able to work. I miss being able to do sales because I definitely had the personality for it. <laughs> that you can't do it. I wonder if you could find a way to do it online. Um, it's different when you do it online or when you do it over the phone because someone is much more likely to slam the phone down on you because they don't see you. They're not face-to-face. -face. Yes, I've had people slam their doors in my face. I've had people call me asshole. I've had, you know what I mean? But I've had more people hang up on me and slam their phone or, or be really rude to me over the phone than in person. Because somebody's less likely to be rude to you in person than they are over the phone. Because they don't see you. They don't see your face, you know, everything like that. So I hated phones. I broke a phone. I got really mad and just <laughs> broke it. You know, it's actually funny that you mentioned that because I was thinking it would be great if I could come up with a way to get, you know, these smartphones. There's something missing from not being able to go whoosh. Right, the flip phones, the old ringer phones. Just push the red button. Right, and, and you're just like, take this. <laughs> Silence. Are you still there? Ha ha. Take that. Long to like shut off so you're like you hit the button but it didn't shut off right away and you're like fucking asshole and they're like what and you're like oh <laughs> oh my god i'm just kidding <laughs> i didn't mean that fucking I, turn off my, my house plant is an asshole it just takes too much water <laughs> <laughs> i did that to my dad one time it was really bad oh god He's a fucking asshole. My dad's like, what? And I'm like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, so just kidding. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to beat your ass when you get home. I'll show you what an asshole looks like. I'm like, oh, fuck. How about oh. that boarding school, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, actually, um, holy shit. It's, wow, this is an extra double episode. Oh, my God. Yay! Yeah. That hasn't been this long of an episode in four years. Well, I feel so special. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Lily, for coming back. Um, can you let people know where they can find you, find more information about uh, Safety in Schools, these other places? Absolutely. First, I want to apologize for all the craziness. <laughs> like I said, we do not talk that often, and I've missed him terribly. Um, but you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, I'm at Safe Teen Schools. On Facebook, it's Safe Teen Schools. Or at safeteenschools.org is where we have all of our information. Um, books, video blogs, um, all the schools, organizations, umbrella organizations under the schools. So any type of information that you need, it is on the website. We are one of the most up-to-date websites out there when it comes to the travel teen industry. So please feel free to look us up. We are also currently 
collecting donations to keep our website going. So if you have any extra and feel the need to donate and want to be a hero and help save some kids to keep, you know, keeping us alive to save some kids, please feel free to do so. Um, we have a GoFundMe. It is on our Facebook page and our, on our Twitter. So. All right. Thank you very much, Lily, for coming on. Thank you, everyone, for joining in on this excellent episode. Um, you're listening to Elijah, and uh, you can find us on the website, wtfatta.blogspot.com. You can email us, wtfattapodcast.gmail.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram, at WTFATTA, and Facebook, at uh, the WTFATTA Podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, and after I take a breath, everywhere else, because I've put us everywhere. Thanks for tuning in.